Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett. And you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Green, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 441, where I'm Sean. I am Matt. This is Norma. And this is Ted. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. I want to thank you no matter where you get us. Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes. But the best place is our brand new home over at ZombieCast.net. We want you guys to go over there. Now, is, it's, is, it's still a brand, is it still a brand new home? It's been about two years. It's always a brand new yeah, home. Yeah, it's <laughs> brand new for the next Just like Cameron's, years. the brand new <laughs> That's guy. true. That is, that is true. That, he is the new guy, even though it's I been think, like nine yeah, years. The site's been up for 17 years, but other... 27 years but other than that it's new uh but go to zombiecast.net uh browse all of our stuff over there click the bio link learn about us host you can also contact us over there if you click the contact banner to go right to ted's mailbox and uh you can talk to zombiecast about anything over there we also have a hotline we need you guys to call the hotline is 609-964-4855 you can call and leave a message You'll hear Norma's voice. And just tell us anything. If there's a story or anything, just call ZombieCast, uh, 609-964-4855. And while you guys are over at ZombieCast.net, there is a link over there that takes you to ZombieResearchSociety.com. We are the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. So go over there and browse all those news articles. And you know the founder, Matt Moak, also on AMC's The Talking Dead, is a... created a beast over there they had george romero the creator of zombies which was on the panel over there before he went to the heavens or the hells wherever wherever romero went uh but he was a part of zombie research society we do want to thank zombathon all the guys over there cameron we're in a quench so cameron we love you more than anything please don't be disappointed that we don't spend 20 minutes talking about cameron this week because cameron is a cool guy yeah cameron's a new guy over there right guys he is a new guy but he's already got a pretty stellar reputation for being such a new guy, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. He's, he's he just started last week, so uh, good luck to you, Cameron. Yeah, say you guys thought I was going to bypass Cameron. Why did that, oh, what happened to Matt? How, how come Barry, did, did somebody resurrect Barry White and bring him onto the show today? Hey, how's it going, hey. everybody? Yeah, Matt's Matt sounded sexy over there. We had a few yeah. technical I, problems. I got some, some bones to pick. To, uh, I got some bones to pick with uh, <laughs> 
with uh, with the man from up north uh, as soon as we uh, talk about the social medias. But go to ZimeResearchSociety.com. We are the official radio yeah, show of the Zombie Research Society. And then while you guys are over on the social media, we want you to like and follow ZombieCast World on Facebook and Twitter as we love being with you zombies all week long. Now, you know, we have been off for a few weeks. Matt has been off for uh, a week longer. A year or yes. so. So yeah. the last time you were supposed to be here, Matt... Uh, you guys lost internet. Yeah, wait, wait. Let, let, let me build up something. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I'm on vacation, and Matt's like, you know, put your phone away, man. Just enjoy the moment. Uh, forget about the internet <laughs> and uh, kind of enjoy yourself. And, yeah, and, yeah and, be in the moment, Sean. Yeah, be in the moment. <laughs> and I saw that Matt was uh, having cold chills at his parents' house. Uh, checking in with the world every now and then because all of Canada lost internet. So, oh, and yeah. you were like, oh my God, we're at my parents' house. I don't know. I don't, I don't, what, are we, what are we going to do, Ted? What are we going to do? If I lost Dude, internet, I was up. If I lose I internet, I'm laughing so hard about that. The world is over. If I no. lose internet well, first for five all, minutes, I'm like losing my mind. Seriously. Freak out? Yeah. No, no, no. All Guys. of Canada was down, right? Or half no, of it. No, shut up. Let me explain it. It was <laughs> it was internet and phone, so you couldn't contact anybody oh, at all. That's oh, freaky. Shit. That's and bad. Yeah, so like did Trudeau I forget see to pay the internet? Forget to pay the bill? No, it was <laughs> it was one of our yeah. cell phone carriers, Rogers. They went down <laughs> nationwide. So I'm sitting at home. No one knows what's going on because no one can find out any information. I'm like, maybe I should like call my wife or the school because I just dropped Xander off to day camp. So no one can get in contact. There's no information on the internet. Everyone's mind is going to the worst place. So yeah, I was a little freaked out. So yeah. I went to my parents' house because they had a different internet provider. Was like the scene in Shaun of the Dead where you're like, we may have to kill my dad. We're going to go there, pick up my mom, kill my dad, and go to the Winchester and <laughs> this all blows over. I literally just like knocked on my parents' door with my like, laptop and stuff. Like, I'm working here today. Please, my kids are coming with me. Honey, <laughs> you didn't like yeah. kick the door and go, Mom! But, you know, I, I went to work. That's a little weird. It, it, yeah, I live in the South. I live in North Carolina. But no I went way, to work Sean, and all those. Uh, yeah, this is not how I talk. Yeah, Sean, I did, did you guys know Sean is from the South? Yeah. <laughs> Tess, what? Ted's from Hotlanta. You're even further <laughs> south. Ted's. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's Los not. Angeles. Atlanta's like Florida. It's not like real South. It's, <laughs> it's, right. it's like fake. Well, I went to work, Matt, and, and they were like. Y'all hear about them sons of bitches up there above, up in fucking Canada? They lost the fucking internet. And I felt like I had an insider because I was like, you know what? I was thinking inside. My co-host is Canadian. And I, I got yeah. I got inside info on the fucking internet outage. Fuck you, mother. Yeah. Look, if <laughs> it was just the internet, I would have been like, that's all right. It's a break from the day. But right. this is all communication. And these days, you never know when shit's going down. So I didn't that's know what true. was going on. Right, right. Yeah. So this, yeah. this episode is going to be a little bit different, guys. It, we've been off for a few weeks. Uh, we love building bridges here at ZombieCast, and Matt's going to take over here in a minute. But I w- do want to talk about, uh, over in the UK, over in England, uh, the 14 Film Festival, which is an independent film festival that uh, that they have. The festival's coming up, I think, in September. September, uh, fr- Friday the 2nd, Saturday the 3rd. September 2022 over in England and we got contacted by these guys and and we kind of worked out a deal to where they they want us to review a lot of the movies 215 to be exact is what is we got those delivered to us this week mm-hmm. and we're, we're kind of going to be the voice uh from the United States for uh, the 14 film festival and this is a global event because there's entries from all over the world uh, I've watched five films this week we all tried to watch different stuff but 215 total uh, I do want to thank the 14 Film Festival yeah, for having us be kind of the voice for the festival. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can shake hands next year and build this uh, bond and bridge bigger. But but the, even though that the film festival is coming up in September, uh, the film festival is really year-round because they have entries, you know, all throughout the year. So we're going to get the ball rolling early and come October during the Halloween moments we're going to go ahead and start building up for the 2023 uh, 14 Film Festival. So we do want to thank those guys for that. And Matt, you've had all contacts mm-hmm. with these guys. You got you yeah. got literally 215 films delivered to all four of us. So it, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Matt, for uh, for uh, working all this out for us. 
My pleasure. It's like a cornucopia of horror. They, uh, yeah. yeah, they gave us login. These are like shorts. These are 30 second animations. These are like hour and a half zombie films. Uh, I've been watching a few. We've all been watching a few. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about them. Second, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said. Now, my notes are in the other room. So, you guys keep talking. I got to go take a snapshot of my notes. Yeah. To pause it. Yeah. All right. Matt's got his notes. He, he ran around the block. And, uh, so 14 Film Festival. Sorry, we had a little pause right there. Okay. Uh, well, I'm very excited about this. Like I said, the, the things that I've watched have been good. Some have been fast, some are long. I want to watch some of the longer things. But uh, you got your notes, man. Yeah, well, let's do a roundtable. Let's do uh, one movie at a time, talk about what we watched, um, and just give some... Uh, don't give any spoilers, by the way. I mean, people might have a chance to see this. So just kind of yeah, yeah. right. give some Cole's notes. Uh, we're, we all know what we're doing. I'm just going to... Did we say the uh, the date of the festival? Because I think it's September. Uh, yeah. se- Saturday, September the third, and you can go, to, and you can go to fourteenfilmfestival.com. That's f o r t e a n filmfestival.com. You can check out all the information. Uh, if you're not in the UK, I'm sure you can still uh, see it online or see some stuff online. But there's a lot. Like I said, there's two hundred films. They're from all around the world too, which is pretty cool. Right, right, and they they are also affiliated with uh, Film Freeway, mm-hmm. Gold, IMDb, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cinema for All, uh, you all. I mean, a lot, a lot of big companies. Uh, yeah, so that they're affiliated. So with. let me let me let me start this off. So I watched uh, I watched a few flicks. Um, you want to do one, one at a time? Watched. We'll each go around one at a time. Yeah, let's do one at a time. So it's not just yeah. one voice for for twenty minutes, but. Yeah. So uh, the first one I watched is Abducted. Obviously, uh, you know, the name drew me in. I like these alien movies. This one's pretty cool. Vincent right. uh, August Augusto. Vincent Augusto. <laughs> sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. From the United States. Uh, this is like a, a quick 10-minute film. Uh, I'll, I'll set it up. So a woman is with uh, a guy that she doesn't really know. I don't know why. Women don't get in cars with guys you don't know. They, they stop in, the, in, a, in a deserted highway. <laughs> was, she a, uh, was she a street walker, Matt? I, she was uh, like, I'm not. I don't want to paint stereotypes, but she looked pretty nice in a in a very sexy dress. I don't know if that. Meant, it sounded like she was on a date actually, because she was like, because the the guy leaves okay. and she doesn't hear back from him. He's like out checking something in the trunk of the car, and he's like, Jack, I think your name's Jack. And she gets out, and then boosh, she's abducted. <gasps> and then it, it cuts. It cuts to like an undetermined oh. amount of time later. So that's. And that's like the first two minutes of the film, so I won't I won't spoil the rest. But it's it's a what was the name name of this film again? It's called Abducted. Uh, and and the gotcha. the official descriptor is through flashbacks, an alleged alien abductee reveals details of her traumatic experience to a detective, until the horrifying mm. truth explodes. No. Oh, I'm, I'm getting scared because someone's entered my room. What would oh. you What would you rate this on the spooky oh. scale of one to oh. ten? Uh, spooky. Um, spooky about a, a solid seven. But what I liked about it was uh, this uh, really good cinematography, fantastic soundtrack, uh, really good acting. Like this, this seemed like a movie I could see on Shutter. Shutter had its own like little. Um, love, death, and robots type thing of like yeah. short movies. Shutter yeah, should do that. Was, That's a really good idea. Shutter should have something like a sh- like like sort of independent film section of just like short. Like anybody yeah. can submit like a short film. You have to have standards, obviously, but that'd be kind of a neat idea. Or for do Shutter. like a or like a Netflix thing, right? Like Love, Death, and Robots yeah. is a short an anthology of CGI. Do an anthology of horror films from indie directors. Yeah, I would totally watch that. And one. say they have to be like. L- Longer than one minute, less than twenty minutes, less than thirty minutes, something yeah. like that. Any anywhere in there. There you yeah. go, Shutter. We gave you a free mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Abducted. Next. All right, I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, the first one that I watched was called Witch Sabers. Witch Sabers. Oh, yeah. When I first. Witch Sabers. Yep. Wow. W i t c h s a b e r s. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, whenever I first saw this, I, I, I was not thinking a lightsaber. I was thinking like saber tooth tiger. I was not not See, really. See, my sure mind went to like lightsabers with witches. Right, well, yeah. and, and you're right. As, as it should. Spot on it, to, actually, that's to what, what happens. This is. I thought of yeah. saber tooth from And uh, this film is based out of Canada. I saw this too, by the way, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, it's directed by Chris Von Kleist and Danny Sand- <laughs> Sandman. 
and uh, it's, it's actually up for uh, the category of uh, best magic and witchcraft film, uh, best performance, uh, best stunt scene sequence, and best WTF moment. And uh, I, I gotta say, you know, the, the premise of this is uh, two people kind of walking home. And uh, they're excited about playing their Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah, man. Which is, which is it wouldn't weird. be, right? It's more of a comedy, uh, though, right? Like, it's more of a silly yeah, slapstick comedy. It, it really is. Yeah. But, but the actress that plays in this film was just stunning, beautiful to me. It's just, just like you're uh, just naturally pretty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, but it was... Uh, the premise of the movie is they want to go home and play the Nintendo 64, and it says at the end so of the film... So it's a 90s period piece, for instance? As we, if we could call that a period piece. Probably. I mean... Yeah. And, and it's not really time-stamped, except for the Nintendo 64. I think uh, the game was Donkey Kong that was in... It's a quirky, uh, it's a quirky Wood, Wood, movie. Like, this Kong. could easily be just like a bunch of hipsters playing Nintendo 64. There was no, like, 90s yeah. stuff in it. This is called... I'm looking right. this up. Witch and, and, Saber. And it takes place, yeah. sorry, I wanted to, it takes place in Stratford, Ontario, where I, I worked in radio for, for two years. So I recognized a that lot of these awesome. locations. The convenience store. and That, the, is, that uh, is really, yeah. yeah. It, which is yeah. really neat. Uh, but one thing that they stress at the end of the film, it says that this movie was thought of, created, and made in one day. Mm-hmm. And, and I, cool. I think the total was 11 minutes or something like that for this film. But it, it made me wonder about making a film like this myself. You know, because I have three kids, mm-hmm. a wife, you know, a lot of friends and stuff. But to, to the effort that they put into this for one day of work, I thought was really, really good. Because, you know, it's kind of got a, a, a little prologue and then walking home. Then you have the story, and there's actually a battle scene with lightsabers in it. Huh. But but the premise of the story is a witch steals their Nintendo 64, not knowing that they're kind of like Jedi's. And and it, and it sounds weird, yeah. hmm. but it, it's kind of like you know whenever you're sitting around with your bros, like like when you were younger and you'd be drinking Dr Pepper, and you'd be like, man, you know what? This would be cool. This would be cool. This right. would be cool. <laughs> it's almost like they took that premise of of being with their friends and creating a story and they, and, they, and they made it and with the the way that they done the film grain and all it was very <laughs> clear the film movie, grain again very very high definition but with digital video now you can you you can create things that look like a movie. I mean, yeah. it's crazy how good well, that, that uh, this. They used this movie to have a looked. thing. I, I actually knew people that would do it. They had a thing called like the 24 hour film festival that, like, I knew right. a guy that did it a couple of times. And it'd be a thing where they would not, you would go and just so you could not, like, you know, obviously pre plan and make something ahead of time and cheat, they would, like, um, give you your category at the spot. They'd say, okay, uh, you guys have to make a film about this and they would give you a loose plot like that was just made up like on the mm-hmm. spot and you had to go uh, do the film and there were, you would see some pretty interesting mm-hmm. stuff like stuff and you had 24 hours to make it to be filmed in a day is right. pretty good I didn't know that about this film so uh, my impression of it's now up because like this has a lot of editing some some effects yeah. and, and it's a lot of location changes. So take your hey, Sean, take get those kids and take them out into the woods and just give them a camera and turn them loose. Drop them off at drop them off well, about eight, drop them off about eight eight p.m. in the woods and come say I'll pick you up at uh, eight a.m. and so just let them film shit and see what happens. <laughs> don't, well, don't we, let them back. we have some GoPros and I and I, you know, I have a drone here that's got a four and then put a werewolf on mask then on. Ashton and chase has one, one of the new digital Sony's with with that's got the furry mic on it that you see a lot of YouTubers using. But the premise of this up uh, for witch savers it says, do you want to feel, uh, do you want to feel things but have absolutely no idea why? This then this epic dark satire short film witch savers is for you. It says, Witch Sabers follows roommates, Emily and Zach, attempting to quench that last thirst of boredom relief by resorting to playing back their favorite childhood video gaming system. Ah, so it is a current Upon piece. their request, yeah, upon their request to play the, uh, the games, Zach and Emily run into a weird obstacle. 
And it says, uh, can witches, alien confusion, and lightsaber battles keep Emily and Zach from their dreams of lazing the afternoon away from playing uh, games? Find out. And, and it, 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 it sounds like a lot of things thrown into a hat, and it is. But you know what? It was fun. I, I was entertained. You know, and here on ZombieCast for the 14th Film Festival, a lot of times, you know, we, we don't really say whether movies are good or bad. It, it's were you were you entertained or were you not? Mm -hmm. and, and I was entertained. All right. All right. It was neat seeing the Nintendo 64, and especially with Donkey Kong in there. Oh, blast you know, I love nice. Donkey Yeah, it's like two of the best things ever. The 64, you know, I try to stress to my kids how awesome that that, that controller was. <laughs> Oh, go try it now, though. I'm sure it's not like not like you yeah, remember. It's, kinda, it's terrible now, Man. but there was nothing like it in yeah. its time. You it's agree, Matt? Maneuvering agree. that one. All right, yeah. Norma. Which sabers? Okay. Thumbs up. So the first one I I viewed is called Stroke. It's um actually done in Germany Stroke, by um Stroke Jack Man. um Sedepane. Everybody, <laughs> Stroke. Everybody. Stroke. So it's about this. I just had an image of Will Ferrell <laughs> clapping his hands on an ice rink. Stroke. <laughs> no, it was fun. I like that. Good intro, guys. Just, sorry, I'm a little out of it. So, this painter, he um, he has very special paintings that people um, purchase, and usually it's um, people. It seems to be people who are wealthy who can afford his painting. Um, as a kid, he had a, a tragedy happen where I believe he lost like part of his family in an accident and he lives with his abusive dad. And um, he had to be blindfolded after his accident and he just had this, this desire to paint. And um, he would paint blindfolded you know, he had to be in the dark. Like, he couldn't see what he was making. And um, his uh, father came to see it. You know, after, I guess, it kind of, he kind of came to, like, beat up on his kid. And he looks at this painting and he's like, you have the gift of God, right? But there's a twist. And I know that we weren't going to spoil anything to these paintings. But, um, or to this, to the our movies. But... It's actually a pretty interesting twist as to what happens uh, when people view uh, these paintings. So it's really... Do they see their future, Norma? The, the rich? Do you really... I can tell you, but I w then I won't tell you the okay. ending. So, so what happens is when these um, people who get these paintings see them, they you see their eyes are in awe. It's like, it is like the gift of God, what this man has. But they die oh, after they no. sell. Oh, so no. it, he sells these he sells these paintings really only to those who are terminally ill. Oh. And um, who because it's like ten seconds maybe worth of like an agony that they go through and it's done. So um, usually, I'm assuming he sells it for a pretty hefty price because it feels like those who are buying his paintings have some of kind of connection to um, being affluent in one way or another. Okay. So yes, actually, I like this story a lot. I thought that was really interesting. It is, it has a beautiful classical feel to it. It has this beautiful classical music play as he's painting. Uh, the painter. Um, his name is Sam, I believe. He, his, he's inspired when he's drinking. <coughs> so he has to paint blindfolded or in the dark. He can't see what he's doing. And he has to have some kind of alcoholic beverage mm -hmm. in his system, I guess, to kind of get him to that extent where he can do this gift. Okay. So I thought how that was really cool. And it's, um, one it's an, this, like a this one was 12 okay. minutes. What this was, was a 12-minute view. It's called Stroke. All right. I believe this was a 12-minute view. Right, right, right. And actually, I like this story. It felt, it was the first one I watched, and it was, it was, like, mm -hmm. sweet in a weird kind of dark kind of way. You know what I mean? Right. I really enjoyed this. And, I, and I do want to stress that, that, that we just had these movies delivered to us, so that's kind of why we did shorts this week. But, they, mm -hmm. I mean, there's 215 films, but but a lot of them's like, uh, upward of two hours, full feature-length films. 
So right. it was kind of like, you know, start yesterday and, you know, uh, and we did what we could. But, the, but the, the, there's a, it's not all short movies. We got them a month ago. No, they have different, and that's what I do enjoy because they do have different length of movies. So you can, um, you know, set your time and adjust your time to what you have to be able to sit down and watch what you can. Dead. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna just. I, this is not the order I watched them in, but I'm gonna start with the one that I thought that I liked the most. I watched one called uh, "Post Mortem Depression." Yeah, good. And I ba- I did it based solely on the name. I I just yeah, picked them based post. on the name. This is a story of a guy. A Slayer song. He, is that really? I didn't know that. He's a he, post mortem. He's a this guy is a serial killer, um, and the reason he's depressed is because. Uh, he keeps abducting people and he likes to hold them for 30 days and tor- slowly torture them and then kill them on the 30th day. But the problem is all of his victims keep dying on him before he can get to the 30th day. So he's very depressed. Mm-hmm. So the episode literally starts. He wakes up. He's all excited. He looks at the calendar. It's day 30 where he's, it's, it's time to finally kill his victim that he's been torturing for 30 days. And he goes out to the shed where he's been keeping them, opens it up, and they're, they're dead. And, and he's like very upset and it's a comedy it's actually pretty funny and he's yeah. very upset and he's like why does this keep happening to me and then they keep start showing flashbacks of all the victims he's abducted that keep dying early on him um, and and right. uh, I'll, I'll just leave it there the ending I'll say the ending was not incredibly satisfying but the setup mm-hmm. was was funny enough to where it stuck with me and I thought it was um I thought it was worth watching. It was actually 17 minutes. It was the longest one I watched. Um, oh, cool. Directed by a guy named David Stewart from the UK, and it's in the category of, uh, let's see, of, but yeah, best comedy film. No, this guy's from the United States, not from the UK. And I, yeah. Postmortem. What, postmortem what? depression. What was it called? Postmortem depression, like postpartum, but postmortem, because he gets very sad when his victims die on him. And, and and the main mm-hmm. guy is a, gives a pretty good performance. He's also the producer. His name's uh, Dave Wilson. David Wilson. He's the producer and the star. And he gives a pretty uh, slimy performance as this serial killer who gets very very sad when when his victims die before he can kill them. He's like, I, I guess I didn't feed him enough or something. <laughs> you know, it's like that type of stuff. Well, he comes out okay. and they're dead. He's like, I guess I, I guess it. I didn't feed him enough. Oh man, why does this keep happening to me? I like the premise. Yeah. And then he's okay, sitting in I the back. It, yeah. He's like, sitting in his backyard, like, drinking, and he's, like, <laughs> just covered in blood. And it's like, no. um, yeah, and he's like, I guess I should get back to my painting or something. This isn't working out at all, this new hobby of mine. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so that that was my film. I liked it quite a lot. I, I would I would actually recommend you watch it. It's very good. Okay. Well, I, I you know, I'm going to do a double header just in case I got to... Um, I, I got another stomach flu coming up in about 20 minutes, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through two of mine. Uh, I so in the database we have, you can search by country where it was filmed in. So I put in Canada. There's only right. there's only three films from Canada, so I could, you know, guys get on that. And one of them was Lake Erie. Sledding. It was slim, slim Pickens, oh. but one of them was Lake Erie. It's an animated. This is really good. It's an animated uh, movie about a boy and his friends who are on the beach. And uh, they hear the tale of Captain Wiley, how he went down in Lake Erie, and he still haunts the beach to this mm. day. And there's a lighthouse, a decrepit old lighthouse. I mean, you know where this is going. Um, decrepit. So, Sounds uh, like the fog, kind of. A little bit. This is, um, but the, the animation style, it's kind of oh, like Stranger oh, Things. Ooh. Yeah, it's animated. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's in the kids category for some reason. Like, so it's not very gory. So your kids could watch this, uh, Sean. I think they might like it. Well, your kids are older. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's about like what happens when um, he goes into the lighthouse to chase after his dog. And it's not what you'd expect. So there are there is a few creepy twists. It gets a little dark for a kid's animation. Um, but I did. I really appreciated the art style. It was, it was a beautiful animation. Even though it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was a border between like, you know, the... The, the flash animation you see in a lot of kids show these right. days but it was a lot more fluid so it, it felt like a, a step up what's it what's and it I, called again it's called Lake Erie Lake and it was directed okay. by John Vassallo uh, V-A-S-S-A-L-L-O and he's from Vancouver <laughs> BC so John congratulations because I don't know if, if you just animated this like uh, I mean there's talented people like Ted you you I've animate a, your own stuff I've got a yeah. pa- it says password right. required for me well let me watch it there look right under that screen 
that should say uh, the password. Say what? Say that again? Oh, okay. Oh, See, that's, that's what it was doing to me about the zombie Yeah, movie. if you scroll down, it'll say the password is this. Oh, I like see. Like right under okay. the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out the animation style. It's it's uh it's a pretty cool flick, and I didn't know there's animated ones in here. And I mean, well, one of the ones I, I watched. I, oh, th- you know, this kind of has a monster house look about it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to say. Um, so th- this next one, uh, the Wormwood Wait, Park. Like that was Lake Erie. Matt, right? That was Lake Erie. That's one yeah. that I watched. Okay, let's make sure I document it all for show notes. Oh, you watched no, Lake Erie? Yes. Oh, the Wormwood Heart. Okay, <laughs> we might have different. Okay, so. There was there was there was 250 films. Matt and Norman we picked did? the same what one. We did. What are the odds? What are the odds? I didn't, Ted, did you did you search USA films? I, no, I didn't I want. I, I wanted to strictly that. watch Canadian ones, but there were weren't were many. Well, there's only three, there's three <laughs> and I picked one of them already. And Matt watched. <laughs> he sucked them all up. Sorry, guys. There's two other ones we can do for next week. Uh, nah, I can't. Okay, the, uh, you know I'll let maybe Norma take more of this. The Wormwood Heart. Norma, let's t- let's take so. team this. What was your this felt like, um, first of all, I, I got to say, it's directed by Matthew Brennan Clark, who also plays uh, the main character in this. This is kind of a spoken word poetry over very uh, black and white, very, for lack of a better word, artsy, mm-hmm. like very like fading in images of drinks being poured. There's a seductress. You don't really know what's going on for the five minutes, but you're pulled in. Like the audio is super eerie. The, the poetry is, it's very unsettling. It, it evokes. There's a mood to this. What, what did you did think? You, did you say a seductress yeah, and you don't know what's going on for five actually, minutes? It sounds like the night I lost my you, he, It's true. Well, Ted, you you because, take a look. I don't know what's going on. You know what? On. It's interesting, Matt, because like okay. I didn't know you know the seductress mm-hmm. character yeah. or her name until at the very end. So as I'm mm-hmm. watching this, I'm trying right. to I'm trying to piece where we're going with this. So I'm thinking, okay, um, this person is missing. This female that we see on here, um, and he's trying to wash her away or bring her towards him by drinking, mm-hmm. um, because we see buying bottles of wine, um, we see really beautiful fancy glasses. Um, it, to me, it felt like a trippy kind of little five minutes, but with a modern feel. You know, it wasn't like yeah, like yeah. Um, like somebody's dropping acid or anything it's almost like someone is discombobulated because they're either beside themselves and they're trying to wash away what they're missing or want back or want to forget um but then then i saw when i saw you know that the female you know she was known as a seductress i started thinking maybe it wasn't about her maybe it was she was a symbolism for him um wanting to drink wine but wine was what was seducing him uh and at one point you see uh like a um a sugar cube being dissolved under a liquid and i started thinking maybe it's alcohol or like an addiction to needing like sugar you know what i mean like when i can't have sweet stuff it's like everything else Mm-hmm. starts to feel like I need to have it to almost make me feel to forget about what I'm missing. Well, that's that's a fancy yes. drink, right? Like, I can't, off the top of my head, I don't know, but that's that's the way you prepare a okay. fancy drink is, like, you melt sugar over it. So, I, I, I feel the meaning of this movie was lost on me, but that's mm-hmm. that's me. That's not the filmmaker. Like, there there's a deeper meaning here. If, if you listen to the spoken word, it's talking about, like, flowers blooming being wrapped in by the flower as a, the crimson flower as it bloomed I'm like that's a sexual metaphor I'm pretty sure so I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like you said Norma it could be a addiction to alcohol it could be like maybe this uh, this is like a supernatural seductress who just like it, it's like getting mm-hmm. drunk um, but it was a mood man it, I, I couldn't take yeah. my eyes off it I, I watched the whole thing and I'm like oh okay now what's this one called wood it's called the wormwood mm-hmm. heart the Wormwood yep. Heart. W O R M W O O D Heart. Ah. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm marking all these down because I'm going to check them out. So, yeah. <clears throat> I, was, I was also mentioning, and we'll be talking about this more. I was looking at, at the film festival. Uh, the location of it is uh, they're, they're, they're doing some events at the Glue. Glue is G L O U C E S T E R. That's the town that it's in. in, the, in Glo- oh, Glossheter? But the, I think it's called... No, wait, Glossheter. Glossheter Cathedral, uh, where, where they filmed Harry oh, Potter. 
So there's a lot of on location stuff there too, and uh, on, on the site. But it, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, to the official site for uh, 14 Film Festival. But there's a lot going on around that festival too. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So I'm next, right? What, up? what was the name of that film again? I, I sorry. The Wormwood Heart. Wood Warm uh, yeah. Heart. Yes. Warm, like Wood. instead of cold, you're warm. And then heart. Oh, word wa- warm <laughs> heart. As in the thing in the middle of you. Yeah. Like the telltale heart. That's a good short story. Yeah. They, I remember listening. They made us listen to the audio book of that in middle By school. Poem. And I remember it fucking. I, I thought it was fucking oh, freaky. Yeah. The telltale yeah, heart. Yeah, for sure. Right. So my next one is a it's a stop motion animation short. Uh, and it's called Is Screen it a tool Schools video? Edition. <laughs> it it kind of looks like that, but it, it was actually done a lot better. Uh, and the premise of this is, and, and it was kind of a cute, the, you know, the, the clay figures were kind of cute, but it was like a Frankenstein-y type things. It says, in the short clay, anim- clay animation, Ricky, the friendly zombie, is staying home this Halloween night to catch up uh, with his food. With, with his favorite scary movie everything seems fine until he receives a strange phone call and it's kind of like uh, a claymation of monsters or he's a zombie I, I was thinking Frankenstein for some reason but uh, but he, he's he's staying home chilling on Halloween but he kind of gets that scream phone call you mm-hmm. know for, from he don't doesn't know where and, that, and that's the premise of it but the way that it's done I mean it, it literally looks like like if Pixar or somebody was to do some animation nice. and to think when you're, when you're watching it, you know, that, that, is, that this is true stop motion animation yeah. and it's clay yeah. figures, but it's done well. The zombie looks really good and, you know, and the way he walks around, you know, and somebody's at the door, the way the door's open. It's amazing how the, there's no hiccups in this amateur uh, stop motion now give animation. Us, give us the name clay of this one again, figures. Sean. It's called Screams Ghoul Edition. Screams, Screams Ghoul Edition. Yep. And you got to think, you know, like like when, whenever they stop, and, and I watched a couple oh. of animated things. Two, two of them was stop motion. It, it's really cute, but to see how smooth it is, you know, there's no hiccups, there's no jitteriness. It looks like that this is actually animated. It's done so smooth, <laughs> but it's uh, you, you got to think you got a couple of minutes of stop motion animation. That's a yeah, shit ton sure. of stop motion yeah, animation okay. uh, that you're doing. So, I I really this like it. This super short too. It's only like a minute long. Yeah, but but it's you think a minute, but when oh, you're watching I, it, it, it's, it's literally it's, a parody of Scream. Crazy. That's why it's called Scream. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a literal yeah. parody of Scream. Ghouls edition. But, but it's 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 really neat. It's cute. Nice. Ted, the, watching this thing here, you have a couple of animated shorts that you've done that I think that you really need to enter into this festival also, dude. I, I think I your Christmas one would do good. Maybe I will. Spiders You're really good job. at yeah, doing like shorts, it. Ted. But speaking of the the um, animation, mine the, the next one I watched was, was another one minute. I picked it because it was one minute. And it was animated. It was called Spooky Stairwell. And I picked it because it was called Spooky Stairwell. And then it was one minute, and I watched it, and it's really good, but there's no plot to it. It's it's sort of like a, like a, um, what do you call it? Like a um, Halloween greeting card type of thing, where it just pans down, there's ghosts. If you ever saw, like, um, there was a short on Disney Plus, it's like from the 40s, called uh, Santa's Workshop. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar yeah. to that, but a Halloween version, and it's like where there's no real premise. It's just like a Merry Christmas. Here's a little two-minute animation of like Christmas stuff happening. It's very similar to that. So there was no premise, but it was very well done for what it was, and it looked kind of like Cuphead style, and it was black oh, nice. and white. And I, I can't talk much about it other than like, yeah, if you got a minute to spare, it's 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 well done for what it is. So that's that's one thing we should say. Uh, the festival also right. includes, I think, just like digital landscapes. Like there's posters. Mm-hmm. There's oh Ted, you should Frog Jude, you should enter your poster in for 
this uh, festival. Yeah. It's not too late. The Which one? Because there's artwork that you can submit as well. Oh, my horror poster. Yeah, your horror the, the one. Big, the, the horror movie yeah. poster? Yeah, the horror poster. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe, now, Ted, Ted for, for, for the 14 Film Festival, what we're talking about, Ted is, is an amazing artist. Yes. I mean, it's like some of your artwork, Ted, is literally like Nat Jones. It's like the best I've ever seen. It's not that good. Nat and, Jones uh, is pretty he good. Yeah, good. Ted. Yeah. You're yeah, being nah, modest. No, nah, it's really good. <laughs> but but he done this poster with all these horror figures on it. Like, that's that's like been that's been ripped them. off uh, ten thousand times, and I can't stop. Yeah, I can't stop being sold from, as hoodies and, or blankets. I cannot stop people from stealing it. I've tried. Oh, no, it sucks. And Ted Ted created this poster, and we were giving him such good praise. Then all of a sudden, you know, you go to these conventions in Los Angeles and Europe and wherever, and and. Ted's art is everywhere I went, now. I went to a Halloween. But, but Ted don't know how to keep it under well, you control. Can't. Under you can't. You need to get an LLC or license on it, Ted. You, and start suing. Well, I mean, people. one one group of people did pay me for using it after I complained. They gave me like a pretty decent chunk nice. of money. But I mean, like, yeah, right. I, I went to like a convention in Pasadena a few years ago, and I took a photo. A guy was walking around with a hoodie with my wow. art all over it, and I said, you know, I'm the one. I drew that, and I showed him oh, the man, photo on my awesome. phone proving I drew it. And I got a photo. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because whenever I try to sell that art on shirts and shit, they take it down. I get copyright huh. striked, or I get the the the, uh, the shirt. Right. But, so frustrating. But but they let other people yeah. do it. But they won't let me sell it. And mm-hmm. I and I've tried like every website that prints shirts, that prints posters, and they're like, "No, there's too many copyrighted characters in it. You can't." But then I see other people selling it, so I don't know what to do. And it's. Amazon, dude. I, I would sell it on a- Amazon. You SD? Know, uh, what is that called? SD? My wife prints a lot of shirts, and, and there's a lot of companies on Amazon just to where they sell every shirt ever made, Ted. Right. Like, I wanted a, a Rage Against the Machine shirt where they sold it, and they sold Hunter S. Thompson shirts. But it's just, they, they make it for you, whatever it is. Like, I have equipment here to where I can make any kind of shirt at any time. Like, Zombie Cast shirts. We, I, we need to print some up and, and sell them to the listeners. But it's uh, yeah, Amazon would be the place to do it well, and get a license to where nobody else can sell. Well, let me do my last film real quick because we're about out of time, and I'll, I'll sum this one up real yeah. quick. The last one I watched was called Haunted for Life, and I watched it because it was literally made by like a like a small boy made it, um, oh, cool. and he made it in one hmm. day, and it was similar. To, you were talking about a it's a Halloween one where a boy he like it, you look at the credits, it's like written, directed, produced, starring like everything is him, Aww. and it's about. He's a boy who on Halloween night, he's reading a book, and the book tells him that if you look out the window on Halloween night and you see uh, a, a light flash in, outside, that means you're going to be haunted. So he goes and he looks out the window, he sees a light flash, and then he starts getting haunted by a guy uh, wearing a Party City Halloween costume. Nice. <laughs> like with a skull mask. He looked kind of yeah. like the guy, if you, if you saw Fear Street, oh, remember I the killer in the first Street. movie, Fear yeah, Street? Yeah. Right. He looked kind of like that, and so he starts getting stalked around his house, and I'm pretty sure he was the guy in the costume. It says only one person was in all of this, so I think he played the main boy, but then he put on the costume and played, because you never see the boy and the guy in the costume in the shot at the same time. Um, but it was, you know, the, the kid looked like he was about 13 that made it, and it was, and it was in the category of, um, uh, like, I think best first time filmmaker or something and and i have in the credits here uh hunter paul nicholas did everything that's just what i wrote in my notes that's a director's name right there hunter paul nicholas is his name yes so yeah again it was it wasn't long and it was like i'll tell you if it there's a lot of these i'm gonna be honest i turned them on in about a minute and i said "Eh," and i turned it off this one kept my attention to the end great good what was the name of it again haunted for life so, like, that's why postmortem depression was good. It was 17 minutes, which for these are pretty long. And I was, I watched it to the end, and I was engaged all the way to the end. So, I mean, um, of the ones I watched, that's, to me, was the bell of the ball. But, uh, you know. So, Haunted for Life, like postmortem, de- the bell of the ball, yeah, postmortem depression, Haunted right. for Life, and Spooky Stairwell are the three I watched. And, and, and I'll do three. I actually watched five, but uh, the last one I want to talk about real quick, it was called Hot Foot. It was an animation. I watched Hot Foot. Uh, <laughs> I, I did watch that hot, one, yeah. And it was it was a, it was was a all done in red, but it was basically like a hunter guy trying to hunt down a beast, and there's deception and, and yep. a lot of stuff. 
But uh, but that's it. Yeah, I I actually randomly watched that one too. I just I recognize the name Hotfoot. Right, right. Uh, and I'll save the other ones for uh, for the next episode. But uh, but the next episode for 14 Film Festival, I, I do want to learn everything I can about it and bring more than just movies about this festival. Uh, like I said, you know, with the Harry Potter thing, there's a couple of on location things that they're doing. And uh, if you're in the England area. Please look up a 14 Film Festival, and that is F O R T E A N Film <coughs> Festival. And uh, you know, we we have pretty much our deal with the festival is any of these movies that we watch, we can get any director, actor, anybody from it. They guarantee that we can have here on ZombieCast. So we may have some video uh, stuff coming up from ZombieCast if we do a not Skype. What's the other? Uh, Discord. Discord. Not Discord. Oh, um, I know. I do a lot of DJs on it. But it's oh a one gosh, click record. Brain fart right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep uh, it's the thing that everybody yes. uses, and I can't remember it. Oh my goodness. And you have a hundred Zoom. Zoom. So we're gonna do some Zoom calls with uh, some of these directors, actors, and creators, and maybe you know, the film festival itself is on here. But uh, you know. This is kind of our foot in the door for uh, 14 Film Festival. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice to go to the UK and uh, do some presentations and panels and stuff like that, or even have our own Zombie Cast panel over in England. You know, we have a lot of listeners over there, so hopefully, this is the start to something a lot bigger, just like it was with Zombie Research Society. But I, I do want to mention real quick before we we stop the show. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I watched a film called Fresh on Hulu. It's a, I think it's a Hulu original. And it's got the guy that plays the Winter Soldier, and it's got the female from uh, Where the Crawdads Sing, the new film out in theaters. But this movie, Tad, a lot of people may know what it's about. Don't even watch a trailer. Don't want. Don't. Don't even. Don't look up nothing about this movie. But I want you to watch Fresh, Tad. Mm, okay. okay. You too, Norma. But I just know Tad, his type of horror, and the movie's basically about. Yeah, almost if if you have a fetish that is so crazy and unbelievably illegal, like 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 stuff that would get you the death penalty, it's almost if you have a fetish of something like that, to where you you learn that really there's an underground of a world of people that like the same fetish that you like, almost like say like if something crazy like say if women have a fetish for having sex, okay. say, with dogs. And they keep it to their self their whole life, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know, a co-worker's kind of like, well, I like my dog too. And then all, all of a sudden you know that, that, that there's a million people out there that's into the thing that you are, but people would consider you sick, a very sick individual if they knew, but being able to share your, your the love of something is is kind of what this movie is about. But, Ted, I don't want you to know anything hmm. about this movie before you watch it. Starts off a love story. Well, I now know quite a lot about it. So. <laughs> well, but it's it's done well. Okay. And the guy that plays the Winter Soldier, I cannot uh, think of his I name. Should, is it um, Bucky yeah, Barnes? Yeah, Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. He is in it, and then the, there's a new movie that's about... It's Taylor Swift's song lyrics or something, but it's called yes, Where the Crawdads Sing. Movie. <coughs> the girl from that movie. But it, it, and, and you'll fall in love with this actress, Tad. She's Probably. She's a cute, southern-looking girl. But I, I really want to know Ted's opinion on this movie. All right. Because the prologue's good, well, the story's good, the twist is amazing, and then it's one movie where you think it's over a couple times. And you're like, holy shit, we're going to get more of this. I don't want it to end. Ashton come home from work one day, and he said, Dad, let's watch Fresh. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about Fresh. And I was like, I've never even heard of the movie. And I went into it like that, totally blinded. And we went to see Black Phone the next day. And I really liked Black Phone, but I told Ashton, I was like, you know, Fresh is about, it's, it's literally the best horror movie I've seen in years. And Sebastian Stan is like the man in it. You, he's but, in a lot of God, he's in a lot of streaming movies. Movie. Sebastian Stan that seems to be his thing. 
But this one is up your alley, Ted. Almost like, what was the Elijah Wood movie that was so good, but it was an underground movie? I can't remember the name of it. The, the Elijah, say that again. The Elijah Wood movie. The the Elijah Wood film. That oh, we liked Maniac. So much. It was kind of like a uh, Maniac. It was like an underground movie, but you watch it and you're like, "Holy shit, that was a good movie." Yeah, Maniac. This Didn't is like that. Did you meet him, Elijah Wood? So, yeah, I've met Elijah Wood. He was he was DJ. DJ. I went to some were- Halloween werewolf party. They called it where um, uh, they were playing American Werewolf in London, and he was the DJ. Very weird. I don't yeah, know why he was, right. but Elijah right. Wood was the DJ, and I went. Well, up he's and, big into DJing, man. I went up and talked to him. He let me take his picture. Yeah. So, before we stop, I want to ask you, Ted, because we, we were talking about this in chat earlier, and I don't mean to keep separating Ted, but Norma, but Ted had mentioned this in chat earlier. Uh, the name of the new Daryl Dixon show yeah. was released, <laughs> and for one. We learned since the last show that Michonne and Rick have a show coming out. Right. Now, a lot of people are praising the Michonne and Rick show, but I can't get past the politics. Just like with when Maggie mm-hmm. left The Walking Dead, she was she was too good for it. She, she had a better show. And, you know, and that better show flopped, and she come crawling back. But Rick and Michonne, when they left The Walking Dead, I felt like, that they were just too good for the show, like like too highbrow for the Walking Dead universe, and almost feel like they're coming crawling back. And I, I would, if it flopped, I would. See, almost I don't laugh. think Michonne yeah. left. I think I think Rick did. I think Michonne. That's part of the story. She had to leave for store. I mean, that's her story was that she was going to leave. Where I mean, Rick and Rick and Maggie definitely left, but Michonne's was more that she. The to plot the was bed. that she was and going I, to I look th- for Rick. I think the one person that was that was passionate about The Walking Dead that absolutely loved it more than anybody was Chandler Yeah, Riggs, and, and they then they regretted it, I believe. Um, but you know what? Yeah. I actually think that um, for Michonne, I think honestly, maybe because she was form, uh, filming the Marvel movies, I think it may have been too much for her um, schedule. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was thinking more with that. But the new, the new Daryl Dixon movie, oh, show... You know, mm-hmm. Carol was going to be on it. And then they claimed that Carol, that they were filming in England and, and uh, Melissa McBride did not want to go to England to film. Now, I, I wonder if that's true or I wonder if they were like, you know, Daryl Dixon is too rock star and needs a show of his own. And w- so what's the name of the new episode, the new show, Ted? The new show is literally just called Daryl Dixon. Oh, really? Yes. How do you feel about that? I think it's uh, it's silly. Yeah. It's it's like, hey, you gonna tune it? You gonna watch? Are Money you gonna watch hungry, the new right? episode of Daryl Dixon tonight? It just seems like it, it, maybe just call it Dixon or something. It just seems silly that that's just, the name is. Li- now, do you think Melissa McBride got the boot, or or she was like, no, nah, I don't want to film in England. It just seems uh, like all this is just planned too perfect. To where they're like, you know, maybe we don't need Carol. I don't think so, because she got a lot of publicity. Like, she got a lot of smack from, like, the fans that um, Norman Reedus had to defend her, like, publicly online. So, I don't think it's that. Well, some people were attacking attacking him, like, like Like, he drove her off the show with no evidence whatsoever. Maybe he did now. Now we see this. That's what I'm saying. What was she... Push from well, we don't know morning. what the show was called until she quit. I'm sure it wasn't called right, Daryl right. Dixon right. when she was still on right. it. Because I understand if they're I like Carol, you're gonna, you're gonna, she, Carol, you're going to be 50 percent of this show, and it's going to be about you. What's the name, Daryl Dixon? I mean, I don't believe that. I think they changed the name to Daryl Dixon when she quit. But I think that's a dumb name because it's just like, hey, Norma, you watching the new episode of Daryl Dixon tonight? <laughs> yeah. I... Is that? It's just. It doesn't sound it just right. Feels it's, off. it's. Yeah, weird. it does feel. It's just. It's. It's somebody's name. It's like the Negan and Maggie show isn't called. You watching the new episode of Negan and Maggie? The show's called Isle of the Dead. Yeah, it's almost like you know, like you understand if it was like a Leave It to Beaver. You know what I mean? Because it is about Beaver, um, but this is Leave it to this Dixon? is not. This did not start that way. So to name it after him to me no. is just. It feels awkward and forced. I think. They should have called it Leave the Dixon. 
Hold on. Have you ever heard this, Norma? Listen, listen. Hey, do you guys want to hear a punny joke? Shut up! Hold on. A small apple cider business in the nearby town of Dixon is going bankrupt. So we made this music video to help them out. Never mind the same thing. It's a Dixon cider joke. I know you're The Dixon cider. Have you ever seen that, Norma? <laughs> it's Dixon cider apple cider. Maybe that's and, and the maybe that's the plot like, of the my show. Wife, my wife likes a nice warm Dixon cider for church. <laughs> maybe, maybe the plot <laughs> of the show is all the stuff, but it, maybe Daryl goes to England to st- like start his own apple orchard and he sells Dixon cider. If they had like little infomercials and, and made it cider. funny, that would be fun. But like I don't know. Like, I got I got Dixon bananas. I got Dixon pineapples. Bourbon. I got Dixon watermelons. I got Dixon. Cider. I got Dixon everything. I got Dixon handcuffs, right? I got Dixon everything. <laughs> but yeah, the Dixon apple cider. Bring your, bring your family joke. down. I'll have. I don't know. Be Dixon, your daughter. Dicks insider. That that's like a total ad. Uh, like it's like sweaty balls. Like I got dicks. We got dicks and oh everything goodness. down that's here. A, There's SNL, another one. Cowboy SNL dick SNL ice like cream. That, Norma, would you go to would you go down to Dixon's Dicks uh, Dixon's apple orchard? That I don't know, man. You'd have to um really uh coerce me one way or another to do that. Weird. Yeah. It's just a little. Are you, weird. We, we, we we would enter we would introduce Norma to Daryl and say uh uh. Norma Dixon, Dixon Norma. <laughs> no. That'd be how we'd introduce but it. It'd be like wait, be very it would awkward. Be very awkward, very awkward. Then we'd say Dixon, Dixon, Dixon Sean, <laughs> and then it'd be really awkward. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, it's it's just weird. It's just I don't know. It's just odd. I don't know. I don't know. Right, right. Sorry, Freeman, mommy was in here. Love you, Freeman, mommy. Dixon Freeman, mommy. Yeah, D- Dixon. <laughs> but there's another one, Cowboy Dick Ice Cream. Cowboy. Man, fill your, fill your mouth to mouth with some Cowboy oh Dick. Oh, my goodness. I'm t- they're <laughs> Sorry. Just... But, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Uh, next week, I do want to talk about I went to a convention, uh, and it, it was it – was, I paid cash to get into it because I waited too late. They finally did contact me, Ted, and – I, mm-hmm. I I just dropped the ball two weeks before, so they were all out of press. But uh, I want to talk about it next week. But you know, there's a couple people that was there that I didn't see, like Val Kilmer and William Shatner. They kind of keep them behind closed doors. I don't think Val, Val you know, Kilmer can't really interact with yeah, the public. I, think I he's assume. Too sick. Yeah, and uh, and Kevin Smith. It was weird. He was there, and they had him, like like you had to wait in line, and they had the the blue curtains formed mm-hmm. into a room so the only way to see kevin smith was to pay the 150 bucks or whatever and go in the room and he took time with each person but but they put his room right beside the escalators so i could see uh kevin smith the from uh, the escalator and, and i screamed out that, that i loved him and he kind of blew me a kiss and gave love back but i i, I want to talk Dixon, more about kevin it in smith. detail yeah, Dixon, Kevin Smith, that's right. I'm excited about the new clerks thing. Even his panel, dude. I've never been to a con. Well, Andrew Lincoln done it at a Walker Stalker that time. But I think we had press, so we were still able to get into it. Uh-huh. When we... Because we went to an Andrew Lincoln panel, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you remember Ted? Yes, I do. And I think everybody that was in there. Paid. It wasn't Dixon there also. Yeah, yeah, Dixon was in. Dixon it was it was Dixon Lincoln. Yeah, but uh, but Kevin Smith's panel was like fifty bucks. To, oh wow, to go just to go to, to the, the panel. panel. Wow. Yeah, just I remember the they they let yeah, me yeah. cut by the entire ten thousand person line and go in early because I had a press badgie. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. We, a lot of times, uh, the first time we went, it was me, Matt, Fred Roja, Freeman Mommy, us four. And a couple of the panels literally had a, like a 500-person waiting line in case somebody came out. I, I didn't understand why people would wait that far back to be uh, 
a replacement or yeah. a, like a stunt double if somebody went out. But press, uh, you know, would always get you in. You just go flash your badge and no lines or whatever. But it, it hopefully I can get pressed to it next year. But it's Galaxy Con. Uh, but I want to talk about it a lot next week because Ted, you've done a lot of cons, and uh, dude, I just love being out there, seeing the yeah, cosplay. It's a fun, and, and it's a fun just thing. shopping, fun. shopping for stickers or anything that you want, man. Them things are really, really, really nice. And we got to get Gabe back on here to talk about Comic Con. He said it was toned down and uh, crazy security with the celebrities. You know, usually uh, Gabe would post pictures like with. Ben Affleck, yeah. Jared Leto, and all this, but he said it was a, it was totally Wild. different this year. Right. And uh, he was kind of boned about it. Yep. But we're going to get to the wrap-up show. Uh, everybody follow Matty McFly. He had to leave out early because he has video game outsiders at 9 o'clock, and uh, he was delayed because his mic wasn't working, and we had a slow start. But let's get to the wrap-up show. We do want to remind you guys, go to ZombieResearchSociety.com, as we are the official radio show of the Research Society, and go to 14 Film Festival and learn about that over in the UK, and we're going to be talking a lot about that all for forever. Uh, nice bridge that we have with those guys. But, sorry, for my mommy come by again. But, uh, normal work. No, it's fine. okay. She's so sorry. mesmerizing. You were just like in la la land. <laughs> well, not, what well, I'm so ADHD, and, and I have to stay focused, but like when she walks in, it makes my yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I'm the same it's way. Confusing it throws me off completely. Um, well, next week also I want to talk about The Sandman because I'm watching that because I had listened to those um, the stories by Neil Gaiman on, um, on audio. Uh, so I'm very excited that Netflix is having the, you know, having Sandman on there. So I definitely want to talk about that. But if um, you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter under normie 477 or you can find me on Facebook under Normie Late. That's where you can find me. Normie Late. Normie Late. Yep. Ted, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, Ted, and on everything. And I want to talk about Prey next week. And uh, there were some other things, like the black phone we didn't get to talk, talk about. about. Jesus? You want to talk about Jesus? Is that, is that what you mean? Pro, oh, no. P-R-E-Y. Prey. Oh, okay. Um, and ta- I, I, did, I saw the black phone. I was a little, un- I was kind of underwhelmed. Okay. That that was a movie the hype got control of, and just it's like every six months there's that movie that people go, "This is the greatest horror movie of all time," and but, I see it, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get the. Well, hype. I saw it. I now I, I liked it, Ted. It was fine. It was just that day, fine. I, wait, wait. I liked it that day, but the day after. I, I really didn't like it. I like the little girls acting. Do you get? Do you understand the hype at all? Like, d- am I wrong about every six months? What about no? About every? I didn't like nope either. I, I haven't seen that yet. But about every six months, there's a horror. I think I'm gonna be honest. Jordan Peele, I, I like. I think Jordan Peele is a guy that people go way too far building up. Like that that guy could fucking take yeah. a shit in a box, and people would say it is a mesmerizing. Unbelievable! It's like, yeah, Get Out was really good. Us, I thought was just okay. Nah, I don't know. Did he do Nope? nope. I was gonna nope. say, didn't uh, he do Nope? Yeah. Yeah. I did, did not, nope but did have Steven Ewan, so I know that you did, Sean. So I wanted to ask your thoughts on, you know, his persona in the movie. I I liked it, but but there's a lot of things in the movie. It that, seemed like it died uh, out. They have absolutely nothing to do with anything. Like like Stephen Young is a, he's a child actor mm-hmm. as an adult, and and they focus half of the movie of him being a child actor, and it has, I don't even know why that's even well, in the like movie. Us, us was a movie. I don't where, even know why it's in there. Like Us was a movie that I thought was an interesting setup, but I thought it was, it was almost too preposterous. Okay. You know, where I, yeah, like, it's over, I was like, eh, eh, I, I don't get it. And I, I saw it, and I was like, I get the acting was good and whatever, but I did not understand the mask. I like the Get mass- Out. I loved Get Out. Get Out was as good as they said, but I, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, se- also, I didn't like the, yeah, the other I movie. Um, but um, Black Phone's kind of the same way, where I've heard for like a year and a half, the Black Phone is like the greatest thing in the world, and I watch it, and I'm like, I don't even like really like this movie. It's like, I, like Summer of 84 to me was a better movie. I don't understand... But horror fans do that. Like every time, a, every time there's anything, I think horror fans have like low self-esteem or something. So every time there's anything right. that 
it gets any attention or anything, they they glom onto it and blow it up through the roof. Because it's like every six months there's a right. movie that horror right. fans hype the fucking shit out of, and then you watch it and it's like I don't I don't get it. I don't get why this is so. Well, hard. I, I honestly like movies that can really happen, like oh, Songs yeah. of the Lambs. Could That's, really happen. Yeah. yeah. Kiss the girl. Summer of '84. Kiss the could girls really could really happen. But this movie is. It, it can happen, Norma. I mean, it's uh, there's like okay. powers and stuff like. Yeah, that. like bla- the black phone gets into like supernatural. I did not know it had all this supernatural. Who, yeah. Mom, and I don't find that's the way they did it in Black it, Phone. It, it, I don't find it fiction. scary. Okay. I don't find that type of supernatural. Supernatural, like like Blair Witch Supernatural, I think is spooky. But Blair- Supernatural, like they did in the Black Phone, the second the supernatural stuff started, I was like, oh no, yeah, this, oh no. It's almost like if they make a really good movie, Norma, then all of a sudden somebody's floating. You're like, well, this could just never. That's why I don't find never people happen. act like the Conjuring is like no. so scary. I'm sorry. The second the lady's floating around in the chair and spinning around, I'm like, no, this is no longer. It's, it's dumb. dumb. It's silly. stupid. Yeah. So, we'll so, talk more about that. The black phone was like that. I mean, it's like, it was like, they have power. I mean, it, it's if that movie would have been done nonfiction, like like, like realistically, like it really, realistically, could have happened. Like, sounds yeah, absolutely could have happened. There's the a most crazy thing in that movie was, I mean. It could be a true story. There's a Norman. There's the a main character is. in the Black Phone who just has psychic dream powers for no reason whatsoever. They she just has like, like I had one of my dreams again, and it's like oh, and that was like five minutes in, and I already was like oh no, <laughs> I didn't know this but movie. Her acting was good. Yeah, but I didn't know the movie had supernatural bullshit in it, and that's why I immediately didn't like it because I thought it was a realistic like like a Silence mm-hmm. of the Lambs kidnapper killer movie and then immediately there's I a girl with psycho there's too. a girl with tele- telepathy oh god it, like, oh it. god the whole wrong door wrong house was straight i mean and they yeah they did the silence I, like, the like i said when i door, wrong house well, when we got out of the theater i was in our super secret chat and i was like man that was awesome that was mm-hmm. right after seeing it yeah but i the next day, I was like, you know... Yeah, like it, it, like it you thought out. about it. That's what I liked about Split, because that could actually happen to... I was entertained, I like though. Like that. I was entertained, but there's no reason for me to put I wasn't even really entertained. I was, I was honestly bored. I was kind of bored watching... Uh, um, that movie. So we'll t- we can talk more about it next I week. Gr- but we're, we're, no, the show's I, I already really run way long. Let's go. Yeah, but I gotta, uh, I gotta but go. We want to thank you, zombies, for listening. But on behalf of the 14 Film Festival, ZombieResearchSociety.com, Ms. Norma Latte, Tadakin, Matty McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We could call episode 441 of ZombieCast the total decrepit a 14 film festival good night zombies zombies. give us a call leave us a message good night yes call yes that is 609-964-485 tell us about Prey and the Sandman we want to hear your thoughts bye everybody good night good night zombies Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.